welcome to episode 10 of Live Empowered. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Summerhour. This episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with licensed relationship coach, mental health strategist, and author of Confessions of the Good Mom, Miss Anita Prendergast. In this episode, Anita tells how her book, Confessions of the Good Mom, came to be. And she shares some golden takeaways and some relaxation techniques. And for you moms, how about a few ideas on how to put yourself first while empowering your children and why both are vital to creating a healthy family? We move through a few technical challenges and still manage to bring you another conversation where empowered people empower people. We figured it out. <laughs> and I know, I know this is your second. Hello, everybody. I know this is your second podcast. There you are. All right. Hold on a second. This is like a party. There you go. Okay, you figured it out. You figured it out. So it is just it is everything off and turn everything back on. And turn that yeah, I think we were you were in I was in twice somehow on your system. So perfect. So I'm gonna welcome my guest. I see my I see Nadine is here, my aunt's here, my mom is here. Jackie is actually my mom. She's she's like a co-host almost. She's on every show. Um, That's but this my is, sister's this is, name. I thought my sister oh, really? was here for a minute. What? I was about to say, ah. Well, you're gonna have to tell her to catch it in the uh, catch it in the replay. Now, I don't know if you just froze up, but we'll see if you're. I did. I see my um, picture. It's frozen. Okay. So let me just in, let me just start off first. This is Live Empowered. I am the host. I'm Dr. Lisa Summerhour. This is episode ten. So we are just moving right along through this uh, this first season, and. Live Empowered is a place where I want people to come and experience other people's um, other people's adventures because I want to encourage people and invite people and even challenge people to explore and experiment with different paths in their life so they can find out what kinds of things empower them. What are the things that make you feel fully alive and fully yourself? And I think there are, are we have more than one way to do that. And I want to invite a variety of people onto this podcast so that we can learn all of the different things different people are doing to empower themselves and others, because I truly, truly believe that empowered people empower people. And that's what the conversations here are about. So let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. Today, we're going to meet Anita Prendergast. She is the good mom coach, author, speaker, and mental health strategist. She founded Village Academy for Families, with, uh, which is a mission to stop children, uh, I'm sorry, to stop child abuse and bullying and gun violence in schools. And she's doing that by focusing on family relationships. Anita became a licensed relationship coach to support parents in building and maintaining healthy relationships at home and in their communities. As a mental health strategist, Anita consults with entrepreneurs and corporations to advocate a healthy work-life flow. We, that's, that's a wonderful thing. She's off video, but she will be back. I'm going to send you another invite. Her strategies are based on research from her 30 years experience as an early child educator, massage therapist, and entrepreneur, and mom. So she's, she's got experience in the area that she teaches, teaches in. Anita received her bachelor's in exercise science from the University of South Carolina and her associate's degree in massage therapy from the Swedish Institute. She's a native New Yorker and has beautifully blended family a blended family with three children, um, actually three adult children. 
you're, you're, there she goes. She is back. She's got three adult children. She lives with her husband of 23 years in Atlanta, Georgia. She loves dancing and enjoys trips and, of course, her date night out. Let's see if we can get you back on video. You should have your invite to get back on video with me. See if you see it there. Hi, Lisa. Hi, I hear you. Well, this is wonderful. We can hear you. Yep, we can hear you just fine. You can't see me. I know. I turned my video off. I thought it would be easy just to turn it back on. Okay, now I hear. I see your request. So should okay. I yep. access yep. again or will it put uh -huh. me in two times? Well, let, no, you should, you should be able to do it fine. Let's see. Because right now you're just on audio. So you should be able to get in here now and get on video if you hit that button. All right. Let's see if we get oh, you know back. Why? Hmm. Is my video on um, reverse? I think my video's reverse. Uh, we're not my seeing anything yet. So did you hit it? Did you hit it yet? I did. So yeah, we're not seeing anything on your video just yet. Huh. Let's try it again. I'm going to send you another. Uh... Actually, it says you're on because now it's telling me to remove you from stage. But we don't see you on stage. So did your so is your lens you remove me from the stage, and then okay. I'll come right back. I'll make my we'll try it again. In. Yep. <laughs> okay. I'm going to send you another invite now. Okay. Try it now. Lisa, I there you go. Us. Now I hear you. Can you hear me? You hear me. I can hear you. Okay. So wherever, whatever you're doing right now, stay right there and don't move. Okay. And we're going to keep it right here. I'm afraid to put you back on video because we might lose you again. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, let me start with this. So I shared a lot of your background in your intro, but I, I, I know that you, you said you're a mom of a blended family. Could you tell us the age of your, your children? And you say, are they all adults? They are all adults. Our baby is 18 years old, so I count that as an adult. <laughs> She's legal. <laughs> True. So we're True. almost empty nesters. So I, we have a blended family, mine, his, and ours. My son is the oldest. He is 26 years old. He'll be 26 in November. Um, my husband's son is 20. He'll be 21 in 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 August, and then our baby girl is 18, and she'll be 19 in August as well. Wow. Okay. So yeah, you you do. You have three grown children, and my mother would right. say we we're we parents were called to raise adults. So that means you're doing a you're doing a good job. You're raising raising adults. So we're going to talk about the book, but I really want to start first with just the title, uh, the Good Mom. Um, the Good Mom Coach. Talk to me about where that came from for you. So Confessions of the Good Mom, how that came about is that all when my kids were young, um, people would literally just walk up me and like hand their kids over to me like, you know, because they, they saw me as doing such a great job as a mom. And they just, you know, thought that, you know, that whatever I was doing with my kids, they wanted, you know, their kids to have the same kind of experience. But what they didn't know is that I had, you know, that it wasn't that easy. It wasn't as easy as it looked. So mm -hmm. I'd say if only they knew. <laughs> you right. know, so looking from on the outside, looking in, everything always looks calm. Even like now on social media, like everything looks like it's a highlight reel, right? 
So, so um, you know, we're all good moms, but it's only we're only as good as our experiences or what we know to do at the time. And with Confessions of a Good Mom, I kind of just went out and I was talking to different women at different stages. So, you know, I'm a massage therapist, so my practice was um, prenatal massage. So a lot of women would say how nervous they were about becoming a mom or wonder if they were going to be a good mom. And even after the kids were born, you know, am I a good mom? So all of these confessions, I would hear like what Holly thought they were wasn't being a good mom, but really in reality, um, you are. You know, we only know what we know. So, you know, to be a good mom is is basically relative. I'm, I'm actually looking for you to get you back on stage again. You might have to do a request in that lower left corner if you can see that bar, um, because it's so. So you came up with the good mom coach, and that makes perfectly good sense because your whole idea was to help other moms understand that they did have everything that they needed, right? That they, it was in them, but they may have needed a little coaching to help them bring it out. Exactly, exactly. So I teach okay. moms. Can you see me? Yes, we see me? you. We can hear can you. you. Yay. My phone is still turned backwards. So no, I, no, no. Your phone is fine. Yeah. I mean, can I'm like me? holding it in my hand so I can't oh, see. Oh, I see. Screen. <laughs> okay. I see. You didn't flip the, the, there's an icon on the bottom of that phone that looks like a little camera that you need to flip. And then it'll turn I'm your not, phone. I'm not touching anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so we we see you just perfectly. You see me so, fine. Just let me know yeah, if so I need before, to tilt the camera up. My hand might. No, you look perfect. I don't, I don't know how you're doing it, but you're perfectly framed. <laughs> you're perfectly framed. So tell me, just with with your parenting experiences, and you're like my mom. You're you're you have that blended family. So you're 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 a stepmom. We used to confuse people because we didn't always use the word step because when you're in the family, it's your brothers and your sisters and your dad and your mom, right? And so we had to explain it to people because they didn't know sometimes which dad we were talking about. But with you having a blended family and raising now three young adults, what is one thing that you learned from your children that helped you be a better mom? One thing that I've learned is um, just accepting people for who they are, accepting people where they are at the moment. So non-judgment, because they're all different. All three of them are totally different human beings. And, you know, you can't compare one person to the other and just really accepting them for who they are and just having that, giving people grace and, and space to just be authentic about mm. who they are. And you're right as far as um saying step like the kids they don't say step or anything like that like my the boys their brothers the only time I right. do say stepmom sometimes just out of respect for for his mom and um you know that kind of that kind of way you know that kind yeah. of situation. But as far as us going out and you know they say oh he looks just like you I'm like thank you. <laughs> I've, I've had that with, with, with my sister, April. Now my sister, April is our stepsister. And she, so it's my sister, me and my sister, Tammy have the same mom and dad. April's dad and my mom are married and we look nothing alike, but we have been out at places and people will go, Oh my gosh, I can see the resemblance. You look so much alike. And we're just like, okay. 
thank you. Thank you. It's like, oh, good for you. And you just don't even bother telling them because you don't want to like either. Right. Correct anyone. You know. So your one of your titles it says you're an integrated relationship coach. Would you explain to the audience what that means? Right. So I don't just talk about relationships. I talk about everything that has to do with the relationships as far as the relationship with the with the children with your partner um you know about yourself so self-care as well so we take everything into account as far as um how's the school how's your health how's your um, mental stability Mm. because a lot of times you see when someone health isn't well or if they're in pain then that translates into how they treat others. So we want to take care of kind of like a holistic, you know, part of the relationship. That makes sense. And that's exactly the word I was thinking that you do a, a holistic approach to, um, to relationship counseling. And how did that turn into family? Into because family. you don't just do, yeah, you don't just, just do When people hear relationships, they often think of the couple or whether they're dating or it's a married couple, but you actually do, coaching for moms for the entire family so what's the that's right because i feel like um the woman or the mom is the core of the family and the relationships and so from my point of view and you know my husband you know people say well what about the dads the dads they have their own way of doing things that i usually don't understand but it works for them We, you know, I just don't understand. So I can only talk about from the mom's point of view, from the women's point of view. And so, you know, just everything from how, how we raise our kids, you know, if whether it's good or bad, they, it always comes on the, on the mom, let's face it, Mm. you know, they say parents, but they really mean the mom. And so just to give mom the tools to really figure out how to navigate the whole motherhood thing and really put themselves in the center of it. So put yourself first and you're in the center and making sure that you you have enough in your cup to dish out to, you know, whatever needs to be taken care of at that time. What would you say are, are one or two of the biggest challenges that your clients face when you're dealing with minds? What is something that's just really difficult for a lot of them to do as you're coaching them? Um, Really, the most difficult thing is that um, is that control part of it, you know, feeling like you have to do everything yourself as a Mm -hmm. mom. That's what it's expected of you. And you can't ask for help. Mm. So, you know, just letting go of that. Okay, you don't have to make dinner every night. You know, you don't have to come home, cook, clean, take it. You can, kids can do things at a very early age for themselves. So it's just about you delegating, you know, basically delegating life skills to the kids. And um, that's kind of like what I did with my own kids. You know, they were doing their own laundry. I can't tell you the last time I've done the kids laundry. Like, at an early age, they just, they were responsible for their own laundry. You know, we still have you know, whatever, putting away dishes, you know, we still, <laughs> right. age, appro- age appropriate activities, you know, you know, and then also to 
not be controlling like if you do have a partner or a spouse to let them do it their way you know there are things that i totally would not do that my husband you know does as far as getting the kids to do things and it works you know as long as it's done as long you know the towels or you know whatever doesn't have to be put away like you would want it to be put away or the dishes don't have to be put away how you want it but they're put away and you have to be thankful <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised I'm not hearing laughing from below because when you when you said teaching your kids to do things, I can remember our mom saying she was so glad when we got a microwave and we were tall enough to reach it because that meant we could heat stuff up and and we could you know navigate a oatmeal or something because you see she yeah there's there's the clapping because I think she would have she would have been buying your book as Christmas gifts. When we were growing up to get other moms to realize, yeah, to get other moms to realize, why are you doing all of that for those big kids? For the big kids. And yes. And like I said, I have like grown kids now. And so, but they still look to me to like make the meals. I'm like, you're grown. So we go grocery shopping. I get things that they can pop in a microwave. My daughter, she, for the long time, she, I don't know why, she was like scared to turn on the stove on the oven. So, and the boys, well, the oldest, he just popped everything in the microwave. But the middle one, he would cook. He would put things in the oven. He would put things on the stove. So I would buy him stuff that he can actually put in the oven. But my daughter, for some reason, now she's a little better. She's 18 and she'll maybe turn on the stove. But... I have to make sure that I buy things that she can pop in the microwave. And and what I love about this is it's not just helping the mom to take some of that workload and that stress and those expectations off of her, but you're actually empowering the, the children so that they, be, they can become more responsible and more independent, right? Exactly. And that's the whole point. Even at an early age, now they have these, um, the air, the air fryers where you can mm -hmm. actually no, cook really good meals in the air frying and you don't have to turn on the stove. You don't have to worry. We have a gas burner, so you don't have to worry about, you know, them leaving the gas on or whatever. So just little techniques like that, that takes just a little bit of pressure off of you as a mom that can also help the kids have a sense of, of um, have a sense of like success, like they're doing something that's successful. Now, when you're working with with a mom, are these things that you're kind of walking her through as you're looking at her individual situation? So you're customizing things based on what her circumstances are. Exactly, exactly. Because everyone is different. Every family is different. Some moms like to cook. Some moms like to clean. Some women, you know, work at the home. Some work outside of the home. So whatever it is that um, is the concern, then I help them navigate around that. A lot of the clients are new moms, not necessarily first-time moms, but mm. new moms. So there's like a new infant in the house. So sleep is the issue. Oh. <laughs> right. So one of the things that I teach, one of these essential parts of my program is actually um, massage for infants, toddlers and teens to help them um, with sleep, with concentration, with um, communication even and, and just wow. help with that bonding at the end of the long day. Now, I know I, I read one of the things that you do teach um, is we talked about not doing everything themselves. Oh, putting themselves first. 
Now, this is not necessarily just a mom issue. This could we could say that this is kind of a woman issue that mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of women and some men. I'm not going to I'm not going to make it a, a, a gender specific, but I will say that this is something that as women, we we've kind of learned about ourselves and we see it in, in a broad scope. If it's true for a lot of men, then they will relate to this as well. Um, how do you get them to start putting themselves first? Well, I like to say just do one thing at a time, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just say baby steps. If you're the type of person who you just, you know, you just have to do for everyone else before you do for yourself, then I challenge um, moms or women, like you said, to just do that one thing that makes you happy. You know, whether it's lighting a candle or, um, you know, going out to having your favorite dinner once a week. I like to say at least once a week, do something that's just for you, mm. you know, and no one else. <laughs> Whether it's, you know, a lot of people think getting a massage, you can do that. But, you know, even if it's just going for a walk or like I said, having your favorite ice cream, just something, just one thing once a week that you can just do for yourself. For you. Because you'd be no, surprised I'm gonna... how many women, even like my mom, I talked some about my mom in the book. And um, how, you know, we don't know what she likes. Like, we don't know her favorite ice cream. So, you know, what kind of music. We don't know what she likes to do. You know, that kind of... So when we ask her, or really any woman, sometimes we ask them, well, what do you want to do? It's, um, I don't know, whatever you want to do. You know, we need to change that. We need to really get into, okay, this is what I want to do, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, what I, so everyone, what you're hearing, and thanks Anita, because she's sharing some of the tips that she moves her clients through, but I really want to stress and help people understand that what she does as a coach, it's a whole comprehensive system. So you're getting tidbits now, and I hope you take one or two of them and actually put them into play. If one of them sounds like something that, you know what, this isn't something I've been doing, but it might work. But understand, you can go to www.thegoodmom.org and reach out and learn more about Anita and contact her if this sounds like something you're interested in. Um, now, you work with moms. You, you're an um, uh, integrated relationship coach. But interestingly enough, you also do this work with OBGYNs, with pediatricians. You can do this with preschools. So talk to us about how do you take this, the good mom concepts, this help, what you use to help moms be better moms and people. How do you use that in an OBGYN or a pediatrics or a, a preschool environment? This message is brought to you by the Get Ready to Work workbook, providing everything you need to know before your next interview, especially if your next interview is your first interview. The Get Ready to Work workbook is for you if you need help preparing for job interviews. It's a book and a workbook in one that combines education and information gathering. You'll be more confident and have the tools to be more prepared for your next interview. The Get Ready to Work workbook is available on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. Now, back to today's show. How do you use that in an OBGYN or uh, pediatrics or... um, uh, preschool environment. 
Right. Thank you for asking that. Well, first, let me go back a little bit and say that, um, you know, it's confessions of a good mom. But like you said, it applies to women, really anyone. But mm-hmm. I just um, felt that moms especially need this type of guidance. But um, for me, with me, actually, I love kids. I was good with kids. I was good raising my kids. That's what my um, neighbors saw. But it wasn't until I started my business that it became overwhelming and I was starting to feel a burnout and I needed these strategies. So I always say that for me, my business was my baby. (laughs) And that's where I I got the overwhelm and where actually I came up with these, oh, this is what parents are talking about, the overwhelm that comes with with parenting because I didn't, you know, it came easy to me before that. And so um, what I do is I take, I like to get women when, when their kids are young so that they can start out modeling these behaviors for their children. So that's where the pediatricians come in and the Mm. preschool programs come in so that we can really start because like you said, everything starts in the home, right? But if you don't have these strategies, if you're overwhelmed and you're just screaming at the kids and you're, you know, and you're just go to your room, children need to be seen and not heard. If you grew Mm. up with those type of mentalities, then you don't know any better, but really kids need to see you being the best version of you possible. You know, they need to see you doing self-care. They need to, you know, see the language that you're using as positive towards them and towards yourself. So just teaching these strategies at a moment where it can affect not only the person, the mom, but also the kids. And that's what I call generational wealth right there. <laughs> that's that's awesome. That that really is because your health is your wealth. And all of this is about mental and emotional and physical health, well-being. So I just want to make sure I understand. And if there's anyone in the audience listening, because I'm all about referring folks when you hear something that works. So an OBGYN might have you come in or might refer a patient to you that is going to be a new mom. Right. So what the OBGYN can do is, especially if they're seeing a mom who comes in who seems like she's um, like she's not like maybe she has multiple kids or something or she seems nervous or afraid or, or you know, doesn't seem confident about becoming a mom. I do have a webinar that um, you can access through my website okay. that she can refer the mom to to get some of these strategies. And then if the mom needs further help, then definitely I can help her with that. And similar so thing would be for a pediatrician. For the pediatrician, exactly. And um, even for preschools, if, you know, you have that one parent that's always showing up late and, you know, <laughs> and, you know, dragging the kids, you know, showing up too late to drop off or to pick up, whatever it is, then you can sort of, you know, I, I come in, I can actually come into the office virtually or actually in person and teach the one technique that, um really can change it's so simple but it's so transformative and it's the touch the t- we so one thing that we've gotten away from is the physical touch mm. and um you know i understand why there's so much negativity out there so much harm that people do to one another but if we start kids out early on that positive touch then that really teach that helps them feel connected to one another, connected to the community and um, and connected to the parents and the, mm-hmm. the environment. And it really helps their growth and their confidence. 
So really you would even, you would be available to do, a, 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 I'm thinking of a, a PTA, but like a parent's thing with the PD, with the um, preschoolers, or even I'm thinking of like Lamaze class, um, where, you know, people go to a Lamaze classes, the parent, the mom goes, the partner goes to have wow. these Lamaze classes. So you would actually be available to do things like that. So it might be it might be the mom, it might be the mom and the dad or, or the, the parents to be able to go in and do these uh, workshops with them. Um, right. So folks, if you're out there and you teach Lamaze, this might be somebody you want to have come talk to your people in your Lamaze class so they can get this before the baby's even born. That's actually right, a so good idea. I haven't really um, ventured into that aspect of it, but that is because um, I really wanted to get into the the schools. You mentioned before how the bullying, I mean, it really helps with mm -hmm. establishing that relationship with number one, yourself as a kid, to know that you're feeling seen and heard and you belong. And then number two, having showing compassion, teaching compassion for one another which, which um, you know, studies have shown that when children feel can be compassionate or um, show empathy towards one another, that it reduces school bullying. So that's, wow. that was like one of my real platforms that I like to promote. So you go into school systems as well. You're right. available to go into school so you can have these conversations, not just with the parents, but actually with the students. With the students. So what I teach is something called massage in schools and um, it's peer to peer. So it's not the teachers touching the students. It's peer to peer and it's over the clothes, just the neck and the shoulders. And it's just teaching them that physical connection because our skin, we know it's the largest organ of our body, but it is the first touch is the first sense that is um, developed in the womb. Mm -hmm. So the skin, it has a, when you touch the skin, it's a direct connection to your brain, basically, to your brain development, to learning, emotion, it has, it communi communicates emotions, language, just a number of things that, um, like I said, we've gotten away from the physical touch of it. And I think it's really affecting our kids in a negative way. I, I, I would agree with you. And I'm going to ask, um, I know we got some moms on here right now. Um, if anyone has any questions or comments that they want to uh, ask or share with Anita, please go to your the lower left circle with the two lines in it. Click that and request to come up on. Um, you don't have to come on stage. We don't have to see you, but you can request to speak. And if you do that, we'll be able to hear you so you can ask ask a question. Um, can I share just see. one technique? Yes, I'm please. About sure, okay. certainly. I this hope folks are taking like notes. <laughs> so this is something that you can do for um, infants, toddlers, even teens, your partner and yourself. So I call it the unwind massage. And what it does, if you're coming home from a busy day, just to connect with yourself and with one another, um, you would put, if you're doing it, you would do it on the back of your child or your partner. And um, you would just do circles, my necklace is in the way. <laughs> you do circles clockwise, right? One, mm. three, four. And you can do it to yourself on your chest. And then unwind quickly, counterclockwise. Oh. And, and slowly clockwise. And do like three sets of that. And then quickly counterclockwise and then end with the slow 
anti-clockwise. And I tell you, this technique, it calms the nervous system. It will help your baby fall asleep. I had one grandparent say that she did this with her out like a light. Of course, she did it a little bit longer, but he was out like a light. And um, also with communication, I used to do a version of this with my oldest. And you know how when kids come home from school, you ask them how was their day, and they say, oh, nothing, nothing happened. I didn't learn anything. Just like the day was just like a big blob of nothingness. I would start rubbing the back, and I done learned what Johnny did. I learned what the teacher said to the other kids. I know everything that's going on. <laughs> so it's just a way to calm each other down, connect, and really listen and build that communication skill. So, so the book, the name of the book is Confessions of a Good Mom. First of all, I love the title. I just love the title because I just feel like there's going to be something in there that I wasn't expecting. Like there's like people, are, I'm not telling, I'm not giving anything away. The, the, just the title kind of feels like, oh, I need to get this because there's going to be something juicy in here. Um, how did the book come about? Was that a, a combination of folks coming to you as well? Because I mean, it, that had been happening for a while as you were raising your kids. But at some point, this idea to put this in a book came about. So what finally got you to go, I'm really going to do the book? Right. So like you said, people would just come up to me when I say strangers, I mean like strangers that I've just met, like if I'm doing a, a presentation or something and what I did, let me see if I have. So what I would do is I would have a confession box. So it would be a whole, I would set it up a whole like this of confession booth and you would come in and I would have you um, write some, I would have you complete the sentence. Today I hold my head up high but I really feel, and then you just complete the sentence and you put it in the box. And then you would go in my confession booth and take a picture because the thing is, once you release that, release that stress, that's burden, that's holding you down, then you feel lighter and it shows in your face and in your eyes and mm. in your smile. And you will be surprised how many women, you know, they'll put that down, you know, they don't have to leave their names. Some of them leave their names saying, I want you to know exactly how I feel. And so, you know, some of them will put their name on it, but, um, you know, some of them don't. And um, they would go in, they'll take it, they'll smile. They'll say, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. Someone start to cry. And, you know, just being able to just take that out of your head onto a piece of paper and just mm -hmm. put, put it in a box. You deal with that later. And, um, you know, so that's one of the things that I, that I teach moms to do. Okay, to help I'm just... I'm just going to, I'm going out on a limb here. So uh, who's on here? Jacqueline, Nadine, I'm, I'm going to call on both of you. Actually, I'm going to put, cause what was the question that you asked? Today, um, I hold my head up high, but in reality, I feel. Okay. So I'm inviting both of them to talk because I want to hear them answer but that question. Don't, I, don't, I don't even put the feel, but in reality, I, and then finish the sentence. So let me see if uh, there should, you should have a, let's see, mom, can we hear you? Um, I, I hope so. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. So, okay. So give her the question so she can finish it. Okay. The, the so statement, I mean. That's Jacqueline. Yeah. Jacqueline. Okay. So I want you to complete the sentence. Today, I hold my head up high, but in reality, I finish it. Ooh. Okay. Today I hold my head up high, but in reality, 
I'm a little stressed because I, you know, I'm thinking of my bills to pay and I don't really have enough money for it right now. That's my Aunt Nadine. Nadine, thank you. Oh, I didn't know you could hear me. Okay, but that's, that's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mute her for herself. Okay, now, Mommy, you're next. I hold Today, my I hold high. my head up high, so but in high. reality. So put um, that down. You write that down and put it in a box or put it in somewhere, your pocket. <laughs> so, Nadine, you, you have a writing yeah. assignment. But in reality, I'm thinking about the test I have to take. <laughs> right, right. Test anxiety. Or just, just did you study enough? You know, those, 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 all of those. I call in my book. I call those little fires. So some yeah. fires, you know, they start out as smoke. Okay, so a little bit of stress, you can handle that. But if you don't handle that, then it turn into little fires, and then right. those little fires. And turn and burn your whole house down. So we want to get those. We want to get those when they're just smoldering. So they're exactly. easy to put out, right? Wait, burn your if, burn your whole house down and have you failed in a test because you're so stressed you out about test, that. Right? But you put that so, small while it's smoldering. Okay, so maybe did you study? You know, do you need a study partner? So this is actually what I would have my moms go through. So if they write that down, and we'll pick one of those out of the box. And okay, let's tackle this one thing right now. Okay, you're worried about the test. Okay, well, um, do you need a a test partner or um, do you need a, you know, do you need to read over something, whatever? Do you need time management so that you have time to study once an, an hour, once a day or whatever? So those are the kind of issues that I would help with. I love it. So you took those, you had, you had all of these pieces of paper with all of these comments and you I said, see. okay, I'm going to make, I'm going to put these in a book. So that's what people, that's some of what people are going to get in that's, Confessions of a Good Mom. That's some of it. Um, a lot of it is mine. So it's the, the subtitle is five, um, five truths I told that are actually lies. So I do go through some of my story, like I said, how people are looking in and think, oh, she's got it going okay. on. And I kind of pull the curtain back a little bit and say, oh, not really, but this is uh, how I overcame that. Okay. So I don't want you to give anything away in the book. I'm just going to ask, can you, will you read the table of contents? Okay. Let's see. I do have a Because I want them to hear the table of contents. And then everyone needs to go to Amazon and you can buy this book on Amazon.com or if you're with smile.amazon.com if you're donating money to your favorite charity. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, am I like showing you? Yes, you are good. <laughs> okay, if I can find a table of contents here. You know what that was? That was my draft book. Let me get the book book. And hold the cover up real quick, just so we can see it. Real, everybody can see the cover. Your other picture has it. There you go. So you're going to see her face on the cover. So you'll know that that's it. You'll I see Anita right on the cover. <laughs> in a confession, my daughter and, and I think the youngest in the middle. You use that picture. Why you use that picture? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could have done a better job. <laughs> Tell her we like that picture. So leave us alone. Right. Okay. Okay, here we go. Table of contents. So first we have the dedication, which my mom and the beautiful dedication and a forward about my mom. She has Alzheimer's. She's going through Alzheimer's right now. So it's a story Sorry about to hear that. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So the first one is strategy one. So I have the um, strategy one expectations. You need to, I'm sorry, I can't hold this and the book at the same time. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, okay. just read them quickly. You don't, you don't even have to give us a synopsis. Okay, so it's expectations. Ask, ask the right questions to get the right, to get the right answers. Support, surround yourself with a support system, with a positive support system. Um, you, put yourself first. And then um, I have the easy, the easy parenting coaching program. And then I have resources, mindset, mm. mindfulness, meditation. And then um, there's, and then there's aromatherapy recipes and habit coaching. Excellent. Those are yeah, just a different, yeah. um, different chapters in there. So I'm, I'm going to say it again. So if you know of a mom, she's got young kids or, you know, she's been stressed or even better yet, somebody who's about to have a baby. This is a great time to get her a book like this because she can start before the baby even gets here, getting herself prepared and starting to feel better. I hope you're enjoying today's episode. If you're getting value from what you're hearing today, if you've had moments where you thought I should write this down or that is really interesting, I didn't know that, then I want to invite you to stay connected to me. You can do it by going to my website. And my website is liveempoweredinstitute.com. That's liveempoweredinstitute.com. And when you get there, hit the subscribe button so that you'll have access to any events, courses, articles, or promotions that might be going on. You can also get my other social media outlet links there. That's for Facebook, where I'm at Live Empowered Institute, or my Instagram, where I'm at Dr. Lisa Summer Hour, and my YouTube channel. But if you missed all of that, just go to the website, Live Empowered Institute, www.liveempoweredinstitute.com, and you'll be able to stay connected with me there. Thanks. This is a great time to get her a book like this because she can start before the baby even gets here, getting herself prepared and starting to feel better. And so she can go, you can go to amazon.com or go to Anita's site at thegoodmom.org, thegoodmom.org, not.com.org. Um, and then you can get all of her information and how to contact her and all the other things and the workshops that she does online. All of that stuff is available there. Um, I want to ask, I, I always ask these, these questions at the end. And the first one, and I, I love what you're doing because it's not, like I said, it's not just empowering the mom. It's, it's actually creating empowered kids who turn into empowered adults <laughs> because it's helping it's, it's just helping get them into a, the frame of mind of being able to do for themselves. And I think that's one of the most empowering things we can do as, as children or adults is when you learn that you're capable, it just makes you feel better about yourself. So I always ask this question, what does empowerment mean to you? Or you can answer, what do you do to feel empowered? Um, empowered. So I'll answer the second one. What I do to feel empowered is um I help others mm. how so and that makes, I guess that makes me feel empowered you know okay help others um, reach success or or find find learn something or you know that spark that you see when 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 they finally get it okay I can do this mm -hmm. or 
thank you for helping me with that. And um, yeah, so I empower others, I guess, to feel empowered. And it makes you feel good. Okay. <laughs> and then my, my last question is actually a three-part question. So it's my what went wells. And the what went well, the first one is just today, think of something, it could be little. It, 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 I tell people we, we miss some miracles because they're small. So what went well for you today? <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? The fact that I'm looking at you on this podcast and we're at the end of it. This went well. I, I was thinking if she doesn't say this, I'm going to say it for her. So I have to tell the audience what you what you have to understand is this this format on Fireside. While I am falling in love with it, and it, it is, and it's got its its little glitches and everything, but every every new thing does. But this requires you to have an iPhone, and we were trying to get on here yesterday and realized Anita didn't have an iPhone, but she got one. And what I love about what you did was it was all about finding the solution. We didn't spend a whole lot of time harping about, oh my goodness, this is not, she figured it out, but she doesn't use an iPhone. So navigating this has been a challenge, but I don't know how you have stayed in frame this entire thing. And I know that that camera is flipped around where you're looking at the lens and you can't see the screen. So yeah, so the what went well today, you figured this out. My next what went well is I want you to think back over the last one to two weeks and think of something that has gone well. Um, one to two weeks. Let me see what has gone well. Um, it's my, um, my workspace as far as like getting things in order, you know, I had some bills that I, that I had to navigate. So I navigated those and <laughs> I, I like it. So just things that I that I wanted to do business wise that I figured it out. I figured out how to get it done. Okay, I love <laughs> it. Now the next one is 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 a big one. I I just like take a, a minute and just think back over your life, and it could be just something that you look back on and it's like I actually did this thing, or this this is something that I feel has really gone well for me. What would that be? What would your your big hairy what went well be for your life at this point? Or actually, let me rephrase um, that. What's going well? <laughs> what's going well is that um, I took that big step and I decided to start my own business. And, you know, it wasn't, it didn't. Oh, you broke up a little bit. I think you broke up a little bit. Tell me if you can hear me. I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay. I'm going to ask you to answer. Yeah. Answer that one again. It sounds like you came back. Okay, great. Yeah. So what happened was, um, what's going well overall in my life is that I took that first step to start my own business and, you know, I didn't give up. I had to, um, change here and there, you know, I thought it was going to be one thing It's turning out to be something else, even you know, um, I start. Maybe I'm gonna do something here because yeah, I think we're getting. I don't know if we're getting the interference. I'm just gonna do. Th- this is so strange. It's asking. And move. 
I didn't change anything. No, you haven't changed anything. And my, I'm going to, I'm going to take the video off just so we can hear you clearly because we're, we're, as we're wrapping up. And so I know you were saying that the one thing that you can look at, one of the things is that you started your business and you persevered, you know, you kept going to get it up and to get it done. Oh, wait a minute. Anita, if you're there, hit the invitation to speak or request to speak again. All right, let me see if you see that. And, and it's so funny, you are in here twice. I think that might have been might have been the challenge. Let me see if you see that invitation as we're wrapping up here for you to come back on stage really quickly. Um, I do want to thank everybody that was here. Thanks to my mom, Jacqueline, my aunt Nadine. Thank you for being here and participating. Um, I do want to remind people, again, you can reach Anita at www.thegoodmom.org. And oh, there you are. You are back. And you can uh, get her book, Confessions of the Good Mom at Amazon.com. That's Amazon.com, Confessions of the Good Mom. And you'll know it because you're going to see her on the cover of the book. Anita, can you hear me now? I can hear you. So can I'm going to give, me? yeah, I hear you really clear. So I'm going to give you, if there's just the last words, if there's anything else you want to share with the audience, please go ahead. Um, I think you did a really good job, Adam, saying everything as far as my contact information. I appreciate everyone for showing up and for your questions and participating. The book is available on Amazon, The Confessions of the Good Mom. And you can visit my website if you want to know more, thegoodmom.org. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Um, I, again, I want to thank all my guests. I really am just always excited and honored that people take time out of their evening on Thursday to come and enjoy, uh, join me here. Please do share this podcast with your friends. Um, it's going to be available on, um, let's see, Spotify and uh, Apple Music. In about a week, it'll be available on, on those places because it is out for distribution. Um, but you can come back here to hear the replay um, in about two days, you'll be able to come back here and you can share the replay with friends so that they can hear it as well. And seriously, if you know someone who's a mom, um, their kids may be young or maybe someone who's just pregnant, they're about to become a mom. This is a great opportunity for them to have the support that they need so that they can be the best mom that they can be so that they can be the best person they can be and try to get through parenthood with as much sanity as possible. <laughs> um, and, and with all the joy, because I, I do think it's a gift for some moms to be able to do this. And it seems effortless. And Anita, I think you were one of those moms. So thank you so much for being a guest on Live Empowered. Uh, I am Dr. Lisa Summerhour, your host. And this has been episode number 10 with my guest, Anita Prendergrass. Thank you, everybody. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Live Empowered. You can connect with me on Facebook at Dr. Lisa Summerhour Live Empowered Institute. If you enjoyed this episode, recommend Live Empowered with Dr. Lisa Summerhour or my series, Divorce is Not a Destination, to your friends and family. Be sure to join my live audience and see upcoming shows by registering for access at buy 
backslash Lisa Summer Hour. That's L-I-S-A-S-U-M-M-E-R-O-U-R. Catch replays on Fireside and my YouTube channel, Live Empowered. Until next time, you live empowered and lead your best self forward. Live on Fireside.